time now. It's time for Cruz McCallaghan to make an entrance into the studio with her subject of the day. Good afternoon to you, Cruz. Good afternoon. How are you? It's a beautiful day outside. I know I'm just making it salt in the wound during this tiny windowless room, (laughs) but let your imagination fly because it is beautiful outside today. It is lovely, I know. And so how are you? Good Christmas? I had a wonderful Christmas. I rolled into the studio today. I had such a good Christmas. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know the feeling. We're not going to go there, though, right? Okay. Uh, Mind you, your subject is Wales, Wales, which is yeah. quite appropriate at the well, moment. Well, make us feel tiny. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we're talking about Wales. Okay. And why are we talking about Wales? Um, actually, it's a good question. I can't remember mm, why I chose to talk about choose, Wales. What made you choose Wales? I can't remember. Something. Okay, I don't know I, what it was. Well, I think the link was probably Christmas because maybe you know. I felt like a whale. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I don't think that's even fair. They do a lot more physical activity than I do. Um, but Wales, I think it was one of those things where every so often I get reminded, especially with this column, has a very good way of doing this for me in my life, where. I just go, oh my gosh, I forgot about whales. I forgot about Because you've existence. done octopuses. Yes, and- but I mean, you forget about the existence of amazing things, right? Mm. And if you're going to be happy and fulfilled in your life, you should be in awe. Acknowledge them. Yeah, and you should be in awe. We okay. should be in awe. Awe okay. is very fascinating. Okay, let me right? get in awe then. Go on then. <laughs> so we're in awe. I'm in awe of whales. Okay. And we're pretty... It's amazing that we actually share a planet with these creatures. Right, you know, like we just go about our day, and out in the ocean, there are mm, whales. You know, huge whales, and and the the blue whale is the largest animal on Earth ever, ever. If I asked you, what do you think the largest animal on Earth ever is, Saudi or Ismani? What would I'd you say, say? The blue whale, without would a you, doubt. Yeah, because yes. I'm talking about, but people would think, okay, maybe a mammoth or a or a, a, a dinosaur, but actually. This the the blue whale, which can reach over thirty meters, a hundred feet, and weigh one hundred eighty thousand kilograms. One hundred eighty thousand kilograms is the largest creature we've ever had on Earth. My goodness, ever. I mean, and it's still here. It's still here. A, a blue whale's heart can be as big as a small car. Oh god! And it can beat as loudly that it can be detected three two miles away. Right. Okay. So a, a whale's heart would fill this room in a way. Right. That's an that's a mind blowing thought. Yeah. You know. My goodness. And I mean, its okay. mouth is big enough to fit a hundred people. I'm in awe. Yeah, you're in awe. A hundred okay. people, and its arteries are so big that a basketball could float through them. Oh my goodness. You know. I mean. <laughs> Anyway, so that's why we're talking about whales today, because yeah. I just think they're incredible. Good subject, good subject. Yeah. Now, like humans and dolphins, whales breathe air, and that's why you've, you know, if I've never actually, I've never actually seen blue whales in the wild. Have you ever, or sperm whales in the wild, have you? Not really. You no. know, have you gone whale watching? I've gone dolphin really. watching. I haven't no, gone whale haven't watching actually. before. I've seen on the horizon, I've seen an orca or two on the horizon in New Zealand before, mm-hmm. but I've never seen, I've never gone. I've probably seen... Not what I've seen. No, yeah, the whales are much too big to be in zoos and stuff. No, no, they? They, 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 I think no, they, they, so, so that's like, there's no point. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> models of them. I've seen models yeah. of them in, in at the places. museum. Yes, I've museum. Seen in the museum. I've seen a model, but that's about it. Um, now, of course, you see a whale rise um, to the surface, they go, and they spout out all the water out of their blowhole on their backs. Right, that's what we we think of a stereotypical image of a whale. That's what it's doing, and that's because they do that every five to ten minutes to completely replace the air in their lungs, so they can. Um, but they can stay underwater for up to 45 minutes without a single breath. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that, but that's, but they do breathe air. Um, they also, what's a quite remarkable about them is obviously their, A, their appetite, and B, their gentleness, because they don't have any teeth. 
they're not they're not sharks. They're not um, they're not apex predators. They mm. are the largest creature that has ever been on our planet, and they don't consume. You know, they don't hunt. Essentially, they just kind of. I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about how they eat, right, but okay. they don't have teeth. They don't have. Um, they just kind of have these sort of bristles, which look like kind of a big, a big mustache. The the blue whale specifically, and it just to eat. It just opens its mouth and swims towards clams and shrimp or fish, just and just scoops them all up. Right, mm-hmm. but it's very passive. I mean, it's like I think about this, and it is bringing back a lot of memories of me eating over the festive holidays. Very <laughs> passive, just opening my mouth and letting everything go in. See, there but, you um, are. There's the link. All yeah, right. there's the link. Um, a single whale eats a million calories a day. Wow. A million calories. And they actually eat nothing for about eight months of the year. And, of course, I have to talk about, again, we're talking about the blue whale being um, not a predator, like orcas and things like that. Obviously, they hunt and they eat seals and stuff. That's a bit different. Now, um, how do whales survive if they don't eat anything for eight months of the year? Well, they have blubber. That's what they're famous for. They have mm-hmm. stores of fat. And in the summer, they actually eat without stopping. And in a single day, it can consume, well, not consume, absorb <laughs> uh, three tons of food Gosh. in a day. In a day. In a day. Oh. And of course, their diet consists mainly of algae and small crustaceans and things like that and plankton. So it's a quite, you know, to get that quantity of food, you know, you have to go through a lot of water um, and they're also they, they have their own kind of fingerprint which is the whale's tail so every whale's tail the cuts the grooves the scars the patches it is completely unique to that whale so just like we mm. have our fingerprints their tails are very very special and unique because um, they are mammals like us too they they breast they breastfeed they nurse their their young and um, whale milk is fascinating so um, a small whale I mean, this is like, I mean, you have to think about size, can be nine metres when it's born. That's a small one. That's a small, a small okay. whale when it's, when it's born. Okay. can be nine metres long. Um, and breast milk from a mother whale can contain up to 50% fat. Wow. So it, without, That's the blubber without, is, yeah. yeah, so it's, it's a lot of blubber. It's got um, fat and protein making up half the weight of milk. So um, whale milk is kind of like, and I apologise for the somewhat vivid thing, it's like toothpaste. It's that thick Gosh. in the water for to, to provide these little ones with with you know with what they need. And a baby whale can drink up to ninety liters of milk in a day. And for anyone who has ever had to pump as a breastfeeding mother, we're talking three ounces. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's it's fascinating, and of course, um, they can't eat people. Even if they wanted to eat a person, they, oh, can't, they can't eat a person. No, well, okay, again, these are blue whales. Right. Of course, of course. Um, human history is littered with legends and stories of shipwrecked men swallowed alive by these huge creatures but um they wouldn't actually even be able to get through the neck hole of the whale because um they have these these baleen plate slates um to their teeth they don't have teeth as such so they actually don't have a, a structure that could consume a, a okay. person a, okay. a person so it's only small things that only they tiny, tiny tiny through, tiny things basically right. tiny tiny That's tiny interesting. things um, and of course they're incredibly important to our environment as well which is something that we often don't we don't think about we don't think about i mean we don't think about this with any creature at this point in the planet unfortunately um Whales are very important in stabilizing the aquatic food chain and the reproduction of other other species. And of course, when people hunt whale and they go whaling and they take this incredible animal out of the natural order of things, it has a huge effect. Um, scientific studies of cetacean, cetacean species, which is whales, dolphins and porpoises, has found that um, 
they they have they've actually found a lot of uh, discoveries around echolocation the aquatic environments marine life biology marine mammal intelligence in oceanic topics just by studying whales we learn more about the ocean mm. and how the ocean comes to be because they're ancient creatures mm. they're really really ancient enormous creatures and what's really amazing is whale poo now, whale poo uh, has a really large role in stabilizing the offset of carbon in the atmosphere as well. So that's something people probably wouldn't have thought about. I did not even ask the size of this. Right? Yeah, you know, yeah, but, it, it, but just trust it, it, it happens, okay? Yeah. So whereas like we have other things, like we have rearing too many cows for too much beef, of course, they're all creating methane, sure, which is sure. contributing to, to greenhouse gases whale poo on the other hand is delightful poo which is doing all these wonderful wonderful things and amazingly um whale watching people just going out on a boat to mm -hmm. stare in awe at whales um has brought in billions of dollars to stimulate economic growth in cities states and countries wow. so the countries that do have them and love them and care for them and protect them and want Make to observe them, and them leave them. yes yes <laughs> um that um they're they're actually it's a huge boon to those countries that they have this incredible part mm. of 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 their ecology so i've got some more amazing amazing whale facts about some different kinds of whales too so um beluga whales have you seen these before these are mm -hmm. white white yes. beluga whales yes. they're quite incredible looking um now uh apparently they love music they mm -hmm. really, really love music. So it's an amazing thing when we think about like the intelligence of marine mammals because, you know, they they have these incredible uh, complex mm. societal structures. I mean, like even whales, a lot of them spend their entire lives together as kind of a pod of whales, it's like a family. Yeah, right? as a fa they really are a family. It's the intelligent part of it. Yeah, isn't I think it? That's, that's what right. it is. That's that mm. that that, that um, and they look after one another and they protect one another's young and they mourn for the loss and all those sorts mm. of things. Um, but beluga whales love music. So in 2013, a pair of artists rigged a boat with an underwater sound system and sailed out to sea to play um, the belugas an underwater symphony. And the whales were so interested, they joined in and they showed a kind of, an, they kind of sort of like moved around and they were really enjoying this music. Um, and so it's quite um, amazing that they kind of did this they had this real appreciation for the music They're like god this is really cool stuff i mean we couldn't have done this by ourselves um um female humpback whales uh, can have bffs they can have best friends forever right. they, yeah so um they 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 there's this one uh, group that have been using photographic techniques to study humpback whales for about 16 years and they realize that female humpback whales don't only just make friends with one another they reunite every year so these female humpback whales would go around the world do their thing and oh, then they'd come wow. back and they'd have a reunion and they'd remember them and they'd even find them across the ocean they'd even go to their neck of the woods and and go and hang out with them again um and which is amazing because up to that point uh, scientists believed that humpback whales were pretty unsociable actually as a, as a within the whale community right. um and when a female humpback whale does find her friend they simply float along together eating enjoying each other's company catching up on all the goss and these <laughs> friendships seem to have huge benefits for them because the ones who do have these friends uh, are healthier and they give birth to more calves every year so they're kind of oh. more fertile they're healthier they're you know doing all those sorts of things and they um but however uh friendships between females and males or even male male uh are pretty unheard of for humpback whales so it seems that no one can really explain this it's oh, just so the it's ladies the, like to hang the ladies out with each other like to, it's just okay. yeah just okay. for this one species um 
of course, uh, and um, this is amazing as well. So we know whale song, you know, like, mm-hmm. Ooh, that was my whale yeah, song. That's quite good, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but some whales can actually imitate human speech, oh. which is a kind of a remarkable idea, right? So um, there was one uh, whale in captivity, which is in and of itself very sad, but it was a beluga whale called Nock, and it became so good at mimicking human voices that researchers thought they were overhearing two people conversing in oh, the distance wow. when they were trying to listen into this whale. And at first, the wider scientific community was like, ah, I kind of think you guys might be just sort of pulling our leg a little bit, like, really? A beluga whale? Like, acting like a bit of a parrot? But on closer review, they, they, were indis- they found these sounds that were indisputably unusual for a beluga, and shared the same acoustic patterns of human vocalization wow so that was like i mean that's that intelligence thing that we don't even have any idea what they're what they're Mm. thinking of um interestingly of course one of the most famous whales in the world is probably a fictional whale moby dick yeah right now um you might be surprised to hear that actually moby dick was real Mm-hmm. Or well, it was at least based on a a real mm-hmm. a real whale. Mm-hmm. Um, Herman Melville based his idea for Moby Dick on real events and a real whale who was actually named Mockadick, which doesn't have the same. It sounds like a really off-brand Starbucks drink, right? But <laughs> it was not quite the same. Um, but it was apparently. Um, there was an event that happened in 1820 where Mockadick the whale hit and sunk an English whaling ship and the crew landed on a deserted island where they had to resort to cannibalism. Like, it was like a pretty grim... Okay, that was a pretty the, grim the story. Actual, the actual one. The actual right. story. Okay. Um, but uh, the descriptions of, of Mockadick pretty much matched up with the way that Herman Melville described Moby Dick. You know, he was he was a uh, white albino radi- um, whale whose uh, spouting sounded like a continuous roar. So he did have this kind of... You did have this presence as a mm-hmm. whale. Um, however, accounts from the time actually make him sound even more terrifying than the way that Moby Dick was described. People say that he was covered in barnacles and he was usually sighted still trailing harpoons and rope oh, from encounters with whale- whalers who'd failed to kill him. But of course, it's just such a horrible thing when you think about it because, of course, whales are. Why on the whole, very to? peaceful. Yeah, it's not, you, you know, so we think about this horrific image of a whale. I'm like, he was never going to eat you. It couldn't, couldn't eat you. You know, what's the problem there? Um, this, I think, is really beautiful that whale song uh, actually spreads like pop music. So they, they, they studied humpback whale songs in 2011 and found that the rise and decline of an individual's whale song, their unique song they sing, mm-hmm. is kind of like a pop song. So in any area shared by whales, everyone sings the same song. And over time, the song will change. And if the new song is catchy enough... It will spread to other populations of whales. Oh my goodness! Right? And when a new whale song comes out, it's like a hot re- um, We're release. We're going to get some of it. It's sometimes a sort of a remix of the previous song, wow. which is incredible. Um, and it's it's just amazing. So, and then other times a new song can come out and it's a hundred percent original. They're like, whoa, this is totally left of center. Where did this song come from? It's just entirely, you know, inspired by what? You know, it's a completely hmm. unique song. Um, so it's 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 an amazing thing. That God, I didn't re- I, I, seriously. I am definitely in awe now in terms of I didn't know all these details. Heavens, I knew they were intelligent, and I knew that you know they don't actually eat people yeah. because they tend to siphon it all all this stuff in but in terms of yeah the intelligence thing i suppose all of the things you mentioned is all to do with the intelligence and the relationships that yeah. they have but we forget we forget that we're just sharing this planet 
and we're you know yeah the, we just don't even bat an eyelid about we don't it, even do bat we? an eyelid about it and it is is interesting to think that um you know with all the effects that we have with climate change at the moment and what that's doing to certain species what's interesting about some whales especially some of the larger species of whales is that some of them are actually getting bigger mm. because rising sea and this isn't going to be a positive thing forever but because yeah. rising sea temperatures are causing an increase in that algae mm. and those small kind of um those small plankton like um, creatures mm. that whales rely on they're now able to eat more of them there's more of them there's an abundance of them now yeah. that's not a great thing i just hope they're not being affected by anything else in the sea now in terms yeah. of well of course they know, are they, absolutely they that's are. right that you know that's what the they're problem. eating and things that's yeah a, but i mean so, so it's probably one of those things where it's a kind of a, a bizarre kind of thing where on the one hand they're feasting to their heart's content like never before but also that that's not how they were supposed to be eating and that's also a bit out of yeah. balance yeah. um but of course uh whales whales do die right they like any other creature they do die and um i uh, they have the biggest bones on the planet so if you think about that mm. you know a whale skeleton is huge yeah no i can it's imagine absolutely I can, huge. just the one in the museum i can see that that was massive it took a huge amount of space right. and that probably wasn't the biggest absolutely and so like of course um without someone disposing of these bones the sea floor would just be covered in whale bones forever and ever and ever and ever but there's a creature whose job is pretty much just the digestion of whale bones and it's oh, called right. the zombie worm Gosh. Right, it's got a great name. That's zombie worm, you, which I think is like it? if you have a band, Sadia, <laughs> I think zombie worms are pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, a pretty good yeah, name. Yeah. Um, and so it, it its scientific name is Osidax mucaflorus, which literally translates to bone-eating snot flower, which is not, <laughs> which again could be a pretty good I band like name. It, I like it. Um, they, so what they do is they burrow. The, this zombie worm burrows into the whale bones and develops a root system, and the only exposed bits. Um, are covered in a mucus from this worm, right? And um, now the zombie worm doesn't actually have a mouth, so its skin produces this acid that breaks down the bones. Um, it then feeds off the protein and collagen that the bones release, so it's kind of digesting them. Through its skin. Through its skin, oh. I, I suppose so. I don't actually, I have to look up a photo it of them. Mouth, um, but yeah. the worm, because it doesn't have a digestive system or the back end of a digestive system, mm -hmm. um, it it's quite, it's quite a mystery how exactly it processes the stuff that the acid releases. Um, but the, as you said, the best um, the best guess is that it absorbs the collagen and protein through a kind of a possibly actually through a symbiotic parasite that also exists in its body. So you've got this zombie worm, and it probably has a parasite that lives within it. And that's the one that's absorbing the collagen and protein on behalf of it. I mean, we're talking about... So this guy is just focused on the whale bones. Yeah, yeah. So he, that's his he's, job. An, he's an acid-throwing spit monster, that's essentially <laughs> what it is, that feeds on bones and has parasitic creatures living inside it, right? But of course, well, most of us will never see these. These are at the bottom of the ocean yeah, floor yeah, as the yeah. bones sink all the way to the bottom. They're pretty far away. There must be away. a lot of these guys. Yeah, yeah. There. So that's what, they're, that's what they're doing all the way down there. And then, um, but yeah, so of course, I don't know, I think, I think there's something worthy about being pretty incredible about that, the disposal, yeah. the disposal that's system amazing. of a whale bone that that's, that's evolved. Just, you know, that's just nature. When you look at it now, you just think, well, there's something there to sort this out. Those bones are not going to lie there. Yeah. I mean, I reckon you need to focus on that zombie guy. Yeah, you I need think to, so too. Yeah, you need yeah. To I think he's doing a really great too. job. The other thing about whales, which I'm um, like, we talk about that intelligence thing again, is that um, sense of being um, kind of 
uh, being able to do stuff that we would think is very human, right? Mm -hmm. And one of those things is accepting others who are unlike ourselves, right? That's a, we'd like to think that's a human attribute. We'd hope that it would be. Um, but apparently, um, whales, whales are not all very violent. Some of them can be very gentle even to other species. So in 2011, there was a pod of sperm whales which adopted a bottlenose dolphin that was born with a deformed S-shaped Aww. spine. Oh so gosh. presumably the dolphin's pod had kind of rejected him due to his deformity. And logically, this would make the slower moving whales, you know, um, very attractive to a social animal like this particular dolphin. He's like, he wants to be around people who can't keep up with his own his own pod. Um, but they don't really know why. They don't really know why they kind of accepted this this dolphin mm. into their pod, but they did. And it kind of lived in this pod of, of whales. Um, just caring thing. It's just a caring sort of nature. Yeah, that they it's have, a caring nature. But I have, I have a quick quote we can finish on. Okie dokie. Which is from Moby Dick, because I think we have to mention a little bit of Absolutely. Moby Dick and something from Herman Melville. Um, and he said, um, and this is from Moby Dick. He said, it is not curious that so vast a being as the whale should see, um, is it not curious that so vast a being as the whale should see the world through so small an eye and hear the thunder through an ear which is smaller than a hare's? But if his eyes were broad as the lens of Herschel's great telescope and his ears capacious as the porches of cathedrals, would that make him any longer of sight or sharper of hearing? Not at all. Why do you, um, then do you try to enlarge your mind, subtilize it? Wow. I think it's a beautiful thing to think about. Thank you very much, Cruz. And uh, you leave me in awe. (laughs) I'm glad.